Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Always great for you to join me here if you don't like that. Uh, today, I'm going to do something that I normally don't do. It is into the political arena because the Winter Olympics begin next week in Beijing. And there has been a lot of talk about whether or not these games should go on. Should they be boycotted? There has certainly been a lot of talk leading up to the Winter Games, and we'll spend a couple of minutes talking about that today. But first, I want to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. New Works has a fix for you. They're awesome. They're locally owned in Sacramento for over 20 years, and they're available around the clock 24-7. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W wrxplumbing.com remember new works has a fix for you they are awesome trust me you will love what they do for you when it comes to your plumbing problems and issues no problem for new works they'll be right there new works plumbing n-e-w-w-r-x-plumbing.com so i read the comments from bob costas who of course was a staple at nbc for many many years uh, two days ago, he was on CNN's Reliable Sources with Brian Stelter. And it was very interesting, some of the comments that Costa said. He said that the upcoming Olympics in China, all right, he said that the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, deserves disdain and disgust for being shameless about conducting the games in regions with human right abuses. He said this, the IOC deserves all of the disdain and disgust for going back to China yet again. Now, Costas was with NBC when the Olympics were there in 2008. He also covered the games in Sochi in 2014 in Russia. And, you know, he has a lot of knowledge and a lot to say on this. Quote, they're shameless about this stuff. And so this takes place not only amid covid But as you mentioned, the restrictions on press freedom and the sense that everyone there is being monitored in some way. We had that feeling in Beijing in 2008. If anything, it's been ramped up now. It isn't just NBC. Any network that broadcasts big sports is simultaneously in a position of being quasi-journalistic at best. You're reporting on an event, but you're also 
promoting that event. News organizations like CNN don't pay a rights fee to cover the White House. NBC pays a huge rights fee along with the production cost. They want people to watch it. It's the centerpiece of the entire network strategy. Now, it's been reported that many delegations, not only Team USA, have encouraged athletes to bring burner phones to the Olympics so they cannot be monitored by the Chinese government. Very interesting also because China has been accused of imposing sterilization, rape, and even slavery on the minority Uyghur Muslim population in the country. I mean, this is a very delicate topic. Stetler asked Costas if the geopolitical issues will be brought up by NBC. Costas responded, quote, I would anticipate what they'll do is acknowledge the geopolitical issues at the beginning and then address it only if something specific that cannot be ignored happens during the games, which very well may happen. How about that? He went on and said, now there's just a greater understanding of everything that China represents. Obviously, there are other great abusers around the world, but given China's size, influence, and resources, you can make a very good case. Human Rights Watch, or excuse me, Human Rights Watch has said it's very high on the list of worst human rights abusers, and people are more aware of it now. It's almost impossible to paper it over. I was also reading an article on OutKick about a story from some comments that former ESPN host Dan Lebitard made last week. And Lebitard also came out in disgust over the upcoming 2022 Winter Olympics. He said this, we're just going to go on with the Olympics in China and we're just going to not try and apply any of our freedoms of protest or speech. They're being warned right now about be careful of what you say freely in that country. I'm tired of America with its business interest bowing to things that don't represent basic human right freedoms that we all agree upon. The Guardian recently, all right, came out with a story and they reported that teams have warned athletes about the dangers of speaking out in support of the Uyghur Muslims, human rights, and athlete advocacy groups while in Beijing. All right? Bobby wrote this, but even those Olympic athletes who keep to themselves may still face privacy concerns. Last week, Team USA recommended athletes use disposable computers or burner phones when they travel to Beijing to avoid Chinese surveillance. But despite these alarming warnings, too few sports pundits have addressed these egregious issues. Nor will they mention that the Golden State Warriors minority owner over the weekend admitted that he does not care about the plight of Uyghur Muslims in China. So credit to Lebertard for speaking out. In the story, it was very interesting that Burak talked about ESPN and not once Not once has there been a mention at all about the Warriors minority owner talking about the plight of Uyghur Muslims in China. The Warriors, though, were quick to come out and make it very clear that that individual, and the reason why I'm saying that individual, I do not want to 
destroy his name because it's a very difficult name to pronounce, and I don't want to get it wrong. That His name is not as important as what he said, nor as was responded by the Golden State Warriors. Their response was very blunt, okay? And it was very clear that they didn't want anything to do with this. All right, it was the standard, he does not represent us, does not speak for us, blah, blah, blah. All right, so back to Lebetard. Quote, if you're not going to give me a full boycott, I'm asking for sports to use all of its maximum power to apply the pressure and not just shrug its shoulders on our athletes who can't even speak about this while we're there because this is China's laws. We're playing by China's rules. He went on and said this. Are you good with the packaging being commercial on all things China and the athletes not speaking freely on anything? Are you good with supporting that? Are you going to watch the Olympics? Because I sure as fuck am not taking a stand. All right? Taking a stand. Now, you might ask, Grant, how do you feel about boycotting the Olympics? I'm not in favor of boycotts because the athletes have nothing to do with this, okay? And they've been training their whole life for this moment. And so by boycotting the Olympics, what is it that you're actually doing? Now, I know it sounds like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth here because I'm reading comments from Bob Costas and Dan Labertard and others about the human human rights abuses and other things going on in China. But why should our athletes have to be the ones that make the sacrifice over China's human rights issues? See, I don't think that they should. So for that reason, I'm not really saying that Team USA should have boycotted the games. This is a very delicate issue. But as we celebrated MLK Day a week ago Monday, we read some of his quotes and one of his more famous quotes is, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Again, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Bob Costas has never had a problem of speaking out. Dan Lebetard has spoken out. What is NBC going to do when they open up the games next week in Beijing? Are they going to ignore this? What about our athletes when they're over in Beijing? Will there be any talk about what's going on in China. We certainly know where the NBA stands when it comes to China. We went through this three years ago with Daryl Morey and his free Hong Kong quote, which did not go over well in China, so much so that they stopped airing the NBA games, which cost the league, from what I understand, over four hundred million dollars for that particular year you're going to hear the nba come out and speak against china nope we know the nba makes a ton of money from china we know that their relationship with china was strained over the daryl moray comment 
and the subsequent issues when LeBron James and the Lakers were there in a preseason game getting ready to play, I believe it was Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. Adam Silver made the decision to continue the games, those two preseason games over in China. Many said that they should have brought the teams home. But again, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Does what's going on in China matter? Is there enough talk? How will NBC cover that? Will they just turn their head because it is a billion-dollar entity in covering the Olympics? NBC and the Olympics are synonymous. It is their bread and butter, and they pretty much put everything in to the coverage of the Olympic Games. Stay tuned for that, but this story isn't going away anytime soon. And if you should just Google Uyghur, here are some of the headlines that you'll see, okay? Uyghurs in Turkey call for boycott of Beijing Olympic Games. That headline was from Reuters, the Wall Street Journal, the Uyghurs, progressive isolationism, and the Warriors, Al Jazeera. Uyghurs in Turkey call for boycott of Beijing Winter Olympics. Vanity Fair, Silicon Valley won't own up to its China problem. Fox News, NBA pro Enos Cantor, freedom disgusted by Warriors owner Uyghur remarks. Newsweek, Uyghurs in Turkey call for Beijing Winter Olympics boycott. China, close the camps. Another headline, Pakistan supporting Chinese repression of Uyghurs. Radio Free Asia, Uyghur bombing suspects describe deplorable conditions in Thai Military prison. National Review. UN Secretary General doubles down on Olympics attendance amid Uyghur genocide. And this just goes on and on and on. I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. But we need more people speaking up when it comes to human rights issues, deplorable conditions, violations, and we can go on and on. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Again, I am very curious to see how NBC handles it beginning next week. And speaking of MLK and remaining silent, that gets us to the National Football League. And I often quote stories by Phil Mushnick of the New York Post 
because he is not one to remain silent. He speaks up when he sees injustice and he sees things that need to be pointed out. I want to read a recent column that I thought was very interesting and made me think about this very topic. He writes, I've tried to understand it. For years, I've tried. But two plus two can't equal anything other than four. Thus, I can't understand why racial inequality in either direction can create racial equality. Can't be done. Last Saturday night on CBS's Patriots Bills pregame show, host James Brown narrated a solemn tribute and salute to Martin Luther King Jr. two days prior to MLK Day. CBS then leaned on the eloquence of Pat's defensive back Devin McCourty, a Rutgers man, to emphasize the legacy of Dr. King, one that must not be forgotten. Amen. But as I was watching a large chasm created by the mindless minds at the wheel of the NFL could not be bridged. Dr. King and his civil rights marchers, black and white, courageously filed past hate-filled crowds of whites who called them the N-word or the N-word lovers. Dr. King lived and died to eliminate the most disgusting of racial slurs. So why CBS, James Brown, and Devin McCourty has the NFL helped return the hideous slur to the mainstream through the invited acts of black rappers? Why has the NFL continued to engage those who so shamelessly rap the N-word and promote and sustain every negative black stereotype? From the use them, dump them mistreatment of women to drugs and booze, to guns, to the conspicuous possession of wildly expensive and opulent cars and jewelry as testimony to black America's values. And why does NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who appointed vulgar N-word spewing top-shelf rapper Jay-Z as the NFL's Minister of Social Retitude, continue to present such repulsive acts, especially in view of the league's annual salutes to Dr. King's legacy as those most favored by the league? Or is this an element of Goodell's plan to avoid being called a racist at any and all cost? Here we are again. Another Super Bowl halftime show. The NFL is assigned to that. By Goodell's own admission, He prefers to leave both undescribed and unexplained as too vulgar for someone in his lofty position to address, let alone publicly repeat. He knows what's going to happen. The NFL again will present to its largest audience a show intentionally as low as it possibly can go. And he's good with that. Again, the most willing accomplices, accomplices rather, are my brethren in the news and sports media. Let me repeat that. The most willing accomplices are my brethren in the news and sports media. They refuse to address it. They run from it. Lest they, too, would be called racist by those who have no sense of decency beyond hopeful, empty rationalizations. So they pull the covers over their heads as if that promotes genuine racial equality. Matters of wrong from right 
have become matters of black or white, a dead heat for last place. I want to read that again because I've been trying to say this for many, many months, but I haven't said it as eloquently as Phil Mushnick wrote it. Matters of wrong from right have become matters of black or white, a dead heat for last place. He went on and said this, or are we to believe that calling black men the N-word and vulgarly denigrating young women as cheap sexual discards can be wrapped, let alone spoken, in a good context? During the Raiders-Bengals game last Saturday, NBC's Mike Tirico twice vaguely noted that the Raiders this season have had to overcome adversities. Later, he identified veteran wide receiver Deshaun Jackson in the game for Las Vegas. Tirico didn't say why Jackson was signed during the season, but he replaced wide receiver Henry Ruggs, charged with driving under the influence and vehicular homicide for killing a young and hopeful immigrant woman as he sped 165 miles per hour on a Vegas street. No big deal, I suppose. So there played Jackson with one of Goodell's end racism messages stretched outside the end zone. Yet the only proven racist in the house was Jackson, who as an eagle disseminated a tract borrowing from black Muslim hate monger Louis Farrakhan and a wrongly attributed Adolf Hitler quote to condemn Jews. Had a white player expressed his admiration for the Ku Klux Klan, he'd have been instantly and forever been done. But Jackson's hideous, wildly ignorant anti-Semitism didn't draw as much as a public rebuke from the NFL office or Goodell. After an apology citing his profound ignorance, end of story. Carry on, Deshaun. Now it seems that the Rams' Aaron Donald, trying to strangle a Cardinals player during their game Monday night, has been met with Goodell's silence. Donald, as of Friday, had not been fined when a suspension was in immediate order. In week 12, Donald, who has frequently been flagged and fined for dirty play, was fined for trying to choke Packers offensive lineman Lucas Patrick. Donald, who might have been arrested for aggravated assault, there's certainly video of Monday's episode, wears one of Goodell's stop hate helmet messages. Another can't-miss absurdity likely to be ignored on NBC before and during the Rams-Buccaneers game Sunday. But TV chooses to not offend the most offensive. While Goodell's NFL promotes racial justice and equality by featuring acts on the NFL's biggest stage that promote the sustaining worst of backward-pointed black culture. So last weekend, the NFL and its partner TV network solemnly and soberly saluted the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and his martyrdom for racial equality. Coming up soon, N-word spewing rap-sheeted rapper and pornographer Snoop Dogg, among similar others. And I just don't get it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? What do you think 
about Snoop Dogg and what do you think about what Phil Mushnick said. I'd love to get into a discussion on this. I am live Monday through Friday on Listen App at 3 o'clock Pacific. I would really love to have dialogue on this. I would love to know what the black culture feels about this. I want to know if they feel differently than maybe the, the white culture. I want to know if this is a white-black issue where white people don't quite understand the lyrics and the purpose of rappers and that maybe those like Phil Mushnick are misconstruing what the real purpose of these lyrics and these songs are. I think it would make for a very interesting conversation. Maybe we could all learn something if we have different viewpoints, different ethnicities involved in this discussion. But Phil does make some very good points. I'm not saying that you have to agree with them, but I think it's good that we think about these things. I think it's good that we talk about the Winter Olympics coming up in Beijing and what's going on with the Uyghur genocide and whether or not NBC is going to touch this and whether or not people again, are turning their head. Again, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Again, I talk about Mitch Album, right? And his great quote, after the Deshaun Jackson anti-Semitism of two summers ago, right? Talking about how we cannot remain silent about things that matter. We cannot turn our heads against hate, right? That's what Mitch Album said. We cannot remain silent, not against hate, meaning we cannot be selective with our noise. Hate is hate. We need to be stronger than we have been as a culture and as a society. Hate is hate, whether it is against a person of color, whether it's against a Jewish person, an Asian person, we can go on and on. Hate is hate, and we cannot Remain silent about things that matter, not against hate. Unfortunately, there's too much of that that is going on in our country. So I guess we'll find out beginning next week when the Winter Olympics begin. You can watch it on NBC. Time now for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question right here on the podcast. Jimmy asks, who do you think wins the Super Bowl at this point? You know, with what I saw from Kansas City offensively, where they can just score in bunches, and when Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey and everyone else get on the same page, I got to believe that they're the favorite to win. I really do. I would love to see a San Francisco-Kansas City Super Bowl. I would love to see a repeat of a couple of years ago. Uh, I think San Francisco has what it would take to be able to beat Kansas City. But I would still probably take Kansas City by a whisker. But that's the game I would love to see. Brandon says, could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers would have been on the 49ers right now? I would love to imagine if Aaron Rodgers were on the Giants right now. I mean, or whoever else your favorite team is. I'm not really sure what you mean by that point. I mean, the 49ers are in the NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo, and Aaron Rodgers is not. So I'm not really sure I understand your question and what you were trying to get at. Blake wants to know, will Bill Belichick win another Super Bowl before he retires? I wouldn't put it past him. I think he's going to coach for a while. I think they got a good, young, promising quarterback. They have a good team. I tell you right now, I would not bet against him. The thing that he's got going against him now is he's got a superstar-type quarterback in his division in Josh Allen, 
and he's still got a young Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. And in order to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to go through both of those guys and both those teams, which makes it more difficult. Tom wants to know, was most of Stafford's career wasted in Detroit? Mm, I don't know if I would say wasted. Clearly, you know, he's won two playoff games now and is in the NFC Championship game. Wasted? Mm, Did they not put enough around him? You could make that argument. Yes, you could make that argument. But I think Matthew Stafford also was partly responsible for the failures in Detroit. Colin wants to know, should aluminum bats be replaced with wooden bats at all levels? I think it should. I'm I'm not a a real educated person on this. I've only read little pieces here and there about aluminum bats and the danger. Uh, But yes, absolutely. I understand why it's not because of cost and everything. But I mean, a lot of people say they're dangerous. Dave wants to know, is Aaron Rodgers now done with the Packers? Time will tell. We will find out. We will find out. Jerry wants to know, have you seen John Stockton got his Gonzaga season tickets taken away for not wearing his mask? Yeah, he violated the rules. The rules are the rules. So if you violate the rules, there are consequences. And, you know, I read the story. Stockton said that the relationship with him and Gonzaga has been strained, but certainly not over. And it's just one of those things. You know, Stockton is very adamant of how he feels, and so he can't go to the games anymore. I don't know why anybody would have a problem with that. Kevin wants to know, why does the NBA bother finding teams $25,000? I'm with you. It's absurd. It really is. Dakota asked, do you agree with Jerry Jones' frustration with Amari Cooper for not doing enough? Yeah, but he was frustrated at a lot of other people, not just Amari Cooper. Yeah, of course I agree. He's absolutely right. No question about that. Always good to have our questions from Crowd Ultra. It's time for rant, rant, rant. Today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company, audio, video, and home theater. Just go online, hometheatercompany.com. I've used the Home Theater Company since the mid-90s. Folks, they are absolutely awesome, and they are able to figure out any type of issues that you may have. They're the best. Home Theater Company online, hometheatercompany.com. I know there is a wide range of opinion on this, so I'm going to give you my opinion. I absolutely cannot stand watching a game with Tony Romo. He just never shuts up and never, ever stops talking. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. I actually got irritated on Sunday night listening to him go on and on and on and on and on. And after a big plays, talking over the crowd, doesn't know when to stop talking, doesn't know when to drop out, you know, spends the entire final drive of the fourth quarter, or I should say the final drive that Josh Allen took the team down, talking about what his legacy would be and this and that. You know, we're not stupid, Tony. We get it. We understand. We understand the importance of the moment. We understand what it means for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. All right, it's okay to mention it for 20 or 30 seconds, but not the whole stinking freaking drive. Enough already. Shut the hell up once in a while. Let the game breathe. I know you're getting paid a million dollars a game, but you're not getting paid a million dollars a game to annoy it for so many people like myself. I mean, there are good things that Tony Romo says during a telecast. But shut the hell up once in a while, would you please? Is that asking too much? And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Thank you so much. Make it a great week. Always great having you on board here. If you don't like that, with Grant Napier.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.